<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I see the Okay, I don't know what's happening, but this thing keeps shutting off. I seem fun. The Diary of Jen Kirkman podcast episode two zero six. This episode is sponsored by Talkspace, the online therapy company for how we live today. Go to Talkspace.com slash Jen, J-E-N for more information. More on that later. Hello, everybody. Oh, I don't know what I was doing. I was just babbling about the this thing leaking. There's a thing leaking. You know those... Th- I was looking up. That's why I was sitting at my computer. I was looking up... Uh, okay, so you know those giant jars and they have like a spigot on them? Um, giant water jar. And so they might take... I think it might be like a gallon of water. Uh, yeah, core gallon jar glass beverage dispenser. Beverage dispenser with spigot. I guess that's what it's called. Um, I have one. I don't know when I got it or how. Must have been on my wedding registry. I need this. What does that have to do with a marriage? I'm not sure, but maybe I'll turn my apartment into a hotel lobby and I'll or a spa waiting room and I'll put cucumbers and lemon in it. But that's what I just did. I made like some fancy water and I'm like, well, I can drink this over two days. And then I keep going back to the counter and there's wetness all over the counter. I keep wiping it up. I come back. So I'm no detective, but I think there might be a leak. And then part of me was like, oh, I'm kind of glad there is because I took the thing. It was, st- it was on the refrigerator for the longest time. I'm like, I got to do something with this. So I put it in the dishwasher. Then I'm like, I should use it. Why don't I use it right now? Then I won't feel so bad about having it. And now I'm using it and I'm like, oh, there's a leak. I should recycle it. And now I'm excited because I don't really want it. I don't need it for anything. I have like the only thing I would make in a batch like that, 
Like, when am I having all this water, you know? I mean, because you can't keep the fruit in it for like two, three days. And I'm not going to drink a gallon a day. And then you don't want to fill it too lightly because then you have to tip the thing to get it out of the spigot. I have pitchers. Not to brag, but I've got like three different glass pitchers. Yeah, that's right. I'll put cucumber and lemon and put it in the fridge, drink it all day. Listen, you don't know the lifestyle I'm leading here. It is... It is a spa 24-7 experience. But those are little nice ways you can treat yourself. I'm really into cucumber water because it's got great pH and it's not acidic. Ah. Sorry. Trying to stay hydrated. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, I was saying I... I'm taping this podcast live this week. Phoenix Stand Up Live is the name of the club. It's part of the All Things Comedy Comedy Festival, the very first one. Allthingscomedy.com is the collective of comedians network that I'm on, started by Bill Burr and Al Madrigal. At the festival, it'll be a bunch of comics doing sets. Um, I'll be doing a a spot on the stand-up show later that night, but... First, it's a lot of comics doing they podcasts, and I will be doing I Seem Fun, the Diary of Jen Cochran podcast, October 27th, Friday at 7.15 p.m. I would recommend you come. I believe I'm one of the only women in the festival, and it's not because these people are sexist. There's tons of women that are part of the All Things Comedy Network. It's just how it shook out. And so uh, I would not like to undersell compared to the guys. I will feel like a damn fool. And I feel like if you guys, well, you guys who listen to the podcast who live in Phoenix or Scottsdale or Tempe, I know they're close. I've driven around all of them 65 times in my life. Uh, You can come because I'm not going to be in Arizona anytime soon. Not in the next seven months, baby. So this is your chance to come see me. It will be very similar to stand up because I have prepared three stories. They are all related to Halloween. One of them is about a guy who called me a witch boarding a plane. There was almost an incident. He tried to get me in trouble. The flight attendant sided with me. It's a great story. And I'm going to talk about past Halloween costumes as a kid. It'll be basically like a stand-up show, except I'm sitting on stage with a desk and a microphone because I might le- read a listener email or two, or it's obviously spontaneous. And uh, But this one I want to prepare and make sure I have funny stories waiting for ya. Now, um, if you know anybody in Phoenix, Tempe, or Scottsdale that would like to see me, but they don't know my podcast, I would highly recommend telling them about this because, again, as I said, it will be very similar to stand-up. I think they will have a great fucking time. And if it entices you further, I will be selling my own merchandise after the show. There's no fancy meet and greet. It's just down home, JKL, shaking hands with... Actually, don't shake my hand. I germ... Not germ-phobic. I'm appropriately germ-avoidant. There is no need to shake hands with people. Everybody shakes hands, and you think you're going to wash your hands with hot water later, and then you don't. Next thing you know, someone with uh, feces uh, shakes your hand. You put it in your... You wipe your mouth, and now you have norovirus. So just don't do it. But I'll be available for, hello, some human contact... And uh, I'll be selling and signing books after the show. Maybe a couple little small merch items like my bumper sticker that says I'm just a soul trapped in a body. Now, I love this bumper sticker. And a lot of people are telling me they've been putting it on their laptops, which I love. So just five bucks, just buy it. Now, none of my merchandise is available online. That's just not how she do because uh, I had to pay for all the merchandise. And then it gets sold on the road. And I have about enough 
that I think it will last the tour and then some dates in LA and then maybe a little bit in the new year. So uh, to put it online, is just kind of an expensive thing. Who is going to ship it? There'd have to be a thing. So I'd basically be from making the merch to getting it online, to getting the store set up, to getting that I would be breaking even. So that, that, that's not why I'm selling you merch. Try to make a buck here. A little extra money on the side. You know, when you're not selling out your shows, well, the merch helps clean up the other end of it. Some shows I sell out, some I don't. Some venues are very big. Stand up live, like 550 seats. I don't know if I'm going to fill that. I sell you some merch on the side. Um, oh, I'm going to boil some water. So anyway, uh, yeah. So there's that Phoenix. Everybody, everybody, everybody. Drop me a line. I seem fun at gmail.com. If you have any questions, you want some advice, you want to give me a topic to talk about, you want to commiserate with anything you've heard on any episode. It's never too late to jump into the conversation and we'll read that on a future episode. We meaning me and, uh, also at I seem fun podcast on Twitter. I would love if you guys could follow me. Um, it actually helps with a lot of different things when people see that you have a lot of Twitter followers, um, and facebook.com slash I seem fun podcast. That's right. I'm not logging off Facebook. I make a living on these websites. I know they're tied to Russia and there's all kinds of shenanigans going on. I assume these websites will be shut down eventually, but I can't boycott because I can't afford to. So I don't know what to tell you. Uh, come on. Bad person. Corporate whore here. Corporate whore. So, uh, that's what you do. Those are the places to find me. And, uh, yeah, my necklaces, bobblebar.com, B-A-U-B-L-E bar.com. And you just go to my website, jenkirkman.com right there on the homepage is everything you need to know about these necklaces. Again, as I said, they will not be available anywhere after December 31st because they don't exist until you order and make one and then they get produced. So there's that. Get one. It's fun. Good. Good on you. And the more expensive ones, like the gold and silver ones that say child free and over 40. Now you can get a child free and over 40 in a cheaper acrylic, which is like $44. But the like hundred, there's like versions between one and 300 that are like super fancy gold and silver. Those take about four weeks to ship. So if you're buying them for Christmas gifts, just know that. Okay. Okay. So, um, what was I going to say? Ah, so much to say. So as promised in the last episode, I was like, I'm going to talk about how I want this hair salon to look and it's going to be riveting. I'm not saying it's going to be riveting, but I just have a feeling it's not going to be as boring as I think. And then don't comment to me like, no, it was as boring as you thought. Just be nice to me. Just be nice to me. But do you ever just like, when I was little, one of my favorite things to do was play store. I would play store and office. I was like obsessed with running things and organizing, like just, you know, and it's also like, I'm type A, I'm Virgo. I like to settle the chaos of my world and the actual world with organizing. Um, when I drop things off at Goodwill, I feel the weight of the world off my shoulders. When things are symmetrical, I'm like, yes. So, um, 
Yeah, I used to do stuff like that. I would just love imagining that the store is set up perfectly and people are coming in and, oh my God, I can't get enough. So I get annoyed when businesses don't do things right because I know that sometimes you got to spend a little money to make a little money. I am at my wits end with the dry bar. So, you know, it's a place you go to get your hair washed and professionally blown out and you might get some hot tool styling. I'd like some beach waves. You might get some straightening. I need a sleek look. It costs $35 for each appointment. The price just went up to 45 and you have to tip on top of that. So you would want like some pretty good fucking service with that because you can get a haircut for that price. But, you know, professional styling that takes an hour when you really need it for some fun event. Now I do a membership where I pay a certain amount a month and I save a lot of money doing that. So it's worth it to me because I'm in showbiz. But um, here's the deal. They used to have USB ports at every chair so you could plug in your phone. Now they don't work. And not because of like some kind of like upgrade with phones. Oh, by the way, I got the new iPhone. Not because I'm like, I love tech, you know me, but just my old phone was basically just crapped out. And I knew there must be a new iPhone because my phone started crapping out. And I was like, oh man, they're doing that thing. And it's actually a thing called planned obsolescence or something like that. It means making your shit obsolete. So you have to buy the new one. Steve Jobs controlling our lives from hell. So evil genius stuff going on here. And when I went to the iPhone store, I was like, do you guys do that thing? Or is that a conspiracy theory? They're like, no, it's totally true. They're like, our phones don't work either. I'm like, you don't get free iPhones? They're like, no. I'm like, that's bullshit. They have money, Apple. Fuck you. Anyway, so um, I did this thing. I don't know. I got suckered into some... I mean, it's not suckered. I didn't feel like dropping 800 bucks on a phone. So I'm spreading it out. I will not pay $800 for this today. Oh, over three years? Sure. So no, they just, they add it to your bill and, but you get free Apple care and then it said something like the next version comes out. You have to get that. I'm like, wait, what? I, I was like, you know what? Just get me out of here. But it was so weird getting the phone because I guess it has all this new stuff. Like the guy that um, was helping me, he's like, oh yeah, it has two camera lenses. I'm like, ooh, what's that about? He goes, you'll see. Meaning like, I'm going to show you. And then it's like downloading and updating. And then he's like, oh shit, I have to teach a class at two. I'm like, okay, well, is anyone going to, and he's just like, bye. And he just leaves and goes to teach like a class at the store. But he doesn't go like, well, Susie Doozy's going to take care of you. I was just like, hello, bye. And you know, like, and I just asked someone, they're like, can you help me? And they're like, with what? I'm like, well, I don't know. My phone's still downloading. Look, I don't know what I need. I just need you to stand near me in case I have a question. Because I just feel untethered. This guy just left. We were in the middle of a transaction. What, did you need to pay for something? No, I paid for it. I'm just, I want someone here with me while it downloads. <laughs> And then I had a question about some password wasn't working, but it turned out, oh, this was so annoying. Don't you hate, I, 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 for when you're in the Apple store or when you're downloading anything on your phone, you have to be hooked up to Wi-Fi. You can't just do it through the carrier signal. 
I know this. I've known this my whole life. I knew it before there was the internet. I know. I just didn't think. Like when my phone, my new phone, they, they, they turn that on and your old phone immediately goes, new phone alert. We know there's a new phone nearby. Do you want to transfer everything now? And it like does it over the waves, the internet waves or the airwaves. And I'm like, holy shit, that's amazing. So I was impressed. I guess I just assumed my new phone was connected to Wi-Fi already. I didn't realize I still had to go in and connect it to Wi-Fi. So it wasn't like I was like, what? So anyway, my password for something wasn't working. And I said to the girl, hey, it keeps saying, um, it's not saying that my password is wrong. It's saying that it can't perform this function right now. So she's like, yeah, I mean, I don't think you need your password on this thing because it looks like it's already working with some, I don't, and I was like, right. But anytime something keeps asking for a password, which it's going to do every four seconds, and I'm putting it in and it's saying like, not, not happening right now, honey. I mean, it didn't say that, you know, I, I don't want to leave here with that. I feel like that's something that's within the realm of a normal thing for me to ask you guys to help me with. She's like, Oh, totally. So then she calls this guy over. She's like, I don't know what it is. And he goes, are you connected to Wi-Fi?" I go, Oh, and he goes, yes, you have to be connected to Wi-Fi because the thing is when you, I'm like, no, no, I'm not unclear. I'm not unclear. I thought it was connected. Don't, don't explain Wi-Fi. I got it. And he keeps going on like, yeah. So what you want to do is anytime you download, you have to be connected to, I go, it's not that I didn't know that. It's that I thought it was connected. Thank you. Thank you. Oh my God. Nobody listens anymore. Except people who listen to podcasts. Even then you don't listen. I bet right now you're like, I don't even know what I just listened to. I was washing my dishes and thinking about something else. Yeah, I know. I do it too. Anyway, that's all by way of saying the USB ports at the dry bar, the reason they don't work has nothing to do with obsolete, obsoleteness. It's just that they, they, they're now the holes are empty. They don't even have an electronic look to them. And that's been about a year. And they're like, yeah, we need new ones. There's obviously not getting them. So when you walk in, there's one receptionist And this is literally, I go to them all over the country, always the dumbest person you've ever seen. And I don't mean like ditzy receptionist, like, hi, like, I mean, literally idiocracy dumb, like, uh, what? Like that. God, that movie's so good. So they'll be like, hi, um, can I get you something to drink? I go probably four times a month for years in every city. I've never once had my drink brought to me, never, without asking for it four times. So I just go, I'd love one, but they'll probably never bring it. She's like, what? I'm like, ah, they just always forget. She goes, I won't. Totally forgot. There's literally no one else in there. Like there's people in there, but there's no one else in line. So like she's doing something, she'll write it down like water. And I'm like, so they have a big water thing, kind of like the thing I was just describing far away from the reception. It's like on the other side of the, it looks like a bar, like cheers, you know, like there's seats all around this like bar, but it's not a bar like with, you know, drinks. It's got all the hair products in the middle of it. It's like, it's all the way at the end of the bar. There's not near, it's like, there should be one up there too. So all you do is turn around and give someone the water. Boom. Problem solved. Put a water thing up at the front. 
or put one in the waiting area so we can get our own water. That's one less thing you have to do. Two, they offer hot tea, hot coffee, and booze. You can get a glass of wine if you want. Glass of wine is usually the easiest thing actually to ask for, but I don't always want a glass of wine. Sometimes, sometimes I go at seven in the morning. So we're not what I'm looking for. And I'm a lightweight, so sometimes I'm going somewhere and I don't want to show up already tipsy. Sometimes you do. Sometimes you're like, oh boy, this is going to be boring. I'm already bored just thinking about going. Yes, I'll have a glass of wine. So whenever I ask for tea, now they've just stopped asking what kind of tea. They're just like, okay. And then they either just bring me whatever or they bring the wrong kind. But the last two times I've gone, uh, they're supposed to bring it like while you're waiting. And then the next best scenario is that when your hairdresser is washing your hair, they've got the drink waiting when you get back to the seat. So every time I get tea, it's not there. And they're like, yeah, our water is boiling. I'm like, yeah, the water, like, I was like, oh, I was always like, you can get a hot water kettle, you know, they take 60 seconds. She's like, that's fast. I'm like, she's like, what is it? I'm like, it's a hot water kettle. You plug it in, electric kettle? No? Anybody? 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 Like, just, it takes 60 seconds. I'll always have it full with water. Just keep, keep it warm all day. So by the time she got me the tea, the appointment was over. So that's not really hardly the point. Because you could stay and finish it. I go, I could, but I don't have time. I'm not, what am I, a, le- a lady who lunches? I made the appointment so it would end at the exact time I had to get in my car with my hair and go to the thing. I sit and drink tea like I'm in England where my shows are going to be January 29th through February 3rd. I didn't know that because you didn't listen to the beginning of the podcast. Or coffee. And then they come back. You're like, is the coffee ready? Oh, I forgot. Oh, that's who ordered it. You, we don't have any. It's like, and it's always the receptionist doing it. Like whenever I'm like, I'm sorry, I just ordered a water. Is it ready? And it's like 20 minutes in to the appointment. They're already, my hair's already dry. They're like, sorry, it's just that there's only me up there and it's really bad. I'm like, I don't need to hear the, the, the organizational issues. I hate excuses. I know it's busy. I can see that. Here's the deal someone who worked in customer service for a long time. Allie Webb is who I'm addressing. And I've tweeted, I need to sit down with Allie Webb for one hour and tell her what's going on in the dry bars all over America. First of all, there's never soap in the bathrooms. It's always when people start adding water. Stop doing that. That is not making anything soapy. That has never made anything soapy in the history of the fucking world. It's, it doesn't work. It feels, I already feel like my hands are getting dirtier doing it. It bums me out. I feel not taken care of. Stop it. Triggers some deep seated issues. (laughs) Stop doing it. You always can have water. You gotta, here's, here's what you do. I mean, you always have soap. Here's what you do. Guys raise the prices. I don't know what, because it only seems to be going downhill from there. Now, people, when I don't want to use dry bar in other cities, I go to blow now and I go to other things. So you're losing my business. So if you spent a little more, here's how you keep my business. And I know it sucks because you don't want to salary someone else. Here's what you do. You have the receptionist, 
who does all the checking you in and checking you out. Oh, first of all, don't even get me started on this. There's no, each salon doesn't have its own phone number. You cannot reach the salon. So if you're running late, I can't find parking. I have questions about parking. You cannot contact the salon. You call a 1-800 number. You are usually on hold at least five to six minutes. Now, you know, when you are calling one of those numbers, you do not have five to six minutes sometimes. Like for me, I might call and then I might be driving over the canyon. I lose cell service or I'm calling because I'm late by five minutes and now it's 10 minutes by the time and they pick up the phone. I go, I have an appointment in Tempe, Arizona. And okay, mm-hmm, let me, let's now, sure. I can help you with that. Actually do. I do love helping you. Everyone adds 15 words and sentences that we don't need anymore. I sure do appreciate that today. Stop saying today at the end of, do you want your change today? No, I want it tomorrow. I'll be back. Stop saying today. You don't need to say today. Do you want your change? It's not rude to not add words. I think people think that sounds polite. Do you want your change today? Do you want your receipt today? I'd like it on February 4th. Can you make a note? Do you think you remember? Do you want your receipt today? People are getting fucking so stupid, but little things like that. You go, Jen. But we didn't add words to things when I was growing up. You just said a sentence and you, you didn't worry about it. I don't know what that means. Anyway. So you have to call this 1-800 number. They only have the same song on their hold music. Now a lot of places do that. CVS has that do-do-do-do-do-do. But you would think they could do something cool, like have a cool playlist. So, you know, but they only have the song. Like I'm the only one that you ever know. Oh, you know. Like I'm the only girl that you ever know. Whatever song that is, that's their whole music. So you have to hear that over and over for five to six minutes. It's maddening. Then they answer, hello. I'm like, I have an appointment in Tempe. Okay, sure. Let me help you do that today, tomorrow, and the next day. How's your day going so far? And they go, I can put a note in the system that you're running late. I'm like, so you can't ask them if there's parking? No, we're just the call center. No, I know you're the call center. Why you have a call center? Do you know how much more expensive that is probably than if you just put a fucking phone line in every place and people could call and make appointments like, like the dignified humans that we are? I mean, so you can book online, which is what I normally do, but here's the deal. The app is always not working and the website does it too. When you need to cancel an appointment and you're doing it within the proper window, it's like, sorry, can't perform this function. You have to call. Then you call And the automated message is like, do you know, before they even tell you what buttons to press. So you're already like, I already need, I already know I need to press a button, but they don't let you hit zero. It's like, I'm sorry, please listen to the things again. So it's like, hi, welcome to Drybar. Did you know that you can book online? Yeah, I do know. I was trying to do it online, but the thing doesn't work. So now I'm calling. Stop, stop not telling me what number to press with this whole prelude about I can book online. Yeah, we know. We know that we're calling because we can't right now. Driving, driving. And then the things that it went... Okay, so then there's all that. Here's what you do. You hire, you've got your receptionist. Oh, here's the other thing that's going on now. So you can, they're cashless. You cannot uh, pay by cash anymore. And they don't have change up front. Now, I'm a girl who likes to pay with her credit card and tip in cash. That's just how I do. 
feels better. In a weird way, it feels like you're spending less money. I know the people, everyone loves cash. I guess not anymore. Venmo me, no. Venno is my answer to that. So I said to them, uh, do you have change for a 20? No, we don't have cash anymore. I'm like, oh, well, I guess I'll add it to the card. That's fine. And so then I go to another dry bar in another city and uh, I was pulling out a 20. I go, I can tip in cash, right? They go, of course. I go, oh, okay. I go, oh yeah. I go, the other place is cashless. She goes, cashless? What's that? I go, they don't use cash anymore? And she goes, oh, where? And I'm like, oh, in LA. And I go, I mean, I know I can tip in cash, but can I get two tens? And she goes, oh, we don't use cash anymore. I go, I just, I'm, I just said that with, well, I, that's what we were just talking about. I said, this other place went cashless. And you said, what's that? She goes, yeah, we don't take cash anymore. I go, okay, that's what cashless means. Oh, a girl, an adult didn't know what cashless meant. Cashless. Okay. No cash is what it means. No what take of the cash. She didn't know what it meant. It's a grown woman. English is her first language. Educated in these United States. Never heard the word cashless. Even though it's a word that her company uses to describe that they no longer use cash. (sighs) Okay. Here's how you can make my experience good. Because I go to fancy salons all the time. Listen, yeah, all the time. But I'm saying, like, you learn from the fancier places. Again, you got to spend money to make money. If you make it a cool experience, people will come back. I promise you. I know it. I know it. So here's what you do. First of all, you get a damn phone line in there. There's still people that need to call and go, I need to know about parking. You just do it, okay? Second, you got a woman that's running the phones. And dealing with the the cash, uh, dealing with the uh, checking people out. That's all she does. Then you have sort of like a gal Friday, like a stock girl. She's the one that's going around. Is everything on the shelves? We're restocking. We're cleaning. She does that all day long. She makes sure there's soap in the bathroom. And she's the one that gets you your drinks when you come in. And she writes it down. Now, here's another thing you could even do. You could even have the one, you could even write down everything and, no, you just write it down and you get the person, the thing. You could even write it down and put uh, each station can have a number because they don't right now. So you put on your thing, number two, wine, number four, tea. Does that make sense? You always know where to go. We, we already moved the water to the front and we put some out front. Okay. You could even, there is even a crazy world where you put an electric tea kettle, an electric hot water kettle out front. I mean, maybe you don't want kids to burn themselves. I mean, you don't do that. But y'all, you have the electric kettles in a boiling water. Were they boiling it in a pan back there? Why did it took 20 minutes to boil water? I, I don't fucking know these people. So you have that girl. So you walk in, Hey, thanks for taking my call at the last minute. I, I just couldn't find parking and I just needed to tell my hairdresser that I was going to be five minutes late, but that it doesn't matter because my hair is short, so I'm not going to use my whole hour appointment anyway. Yeah, that's great. Glad we could help you by answering that phone call. I'm already happy. Hey guys, so this episode is also brought to us by my favorite luggage, Away Luggage. 
You're going to go to awaytravel.com slash fun. F-U-N. Ah, you thought I was saying F-U. No. This is my unique promo code for my listeners only for $20 off of a suitcase. Awaytravel.com slash fun. A-W-A-Y-T-R-A-V-E-L.com fun. Use promo code fun during checkout. Now, I do not do anything on this podcast that I don't actually use myself. And I will tell you, I love away luggage. I got rid of all my other luggage and I streamlined it and I have a way. I have both carry-on bags. There's a smaller one and a larger one. They both have phone chargers in them and you don't even have to charge your suitcase that often. And I'm laughing because saying charge your suitcase is so funny to me. I use it all the time. People will come up to me and go, that's the best luggage in the world. And I'm like, I know, like us away people are like, what's up? And other people are like, what is that? And they're like, wow. I'm like, oh, you can just get on the web. And that's why the prices are lower. It's high quality materials offering a much lower price compared to other brands. They cut out the middleman and sell directly to you. So I've got sort of like a paste color. I don't know how to put it, like a putty color. It's like not gray. It's not white. And it's easy, like you wipe it off. Like sometimes there'll be a little smidge of dirt if I did like the check, if I checked the bag and you just wipe it off. It's like nothing. So choose from nine colors, four sizes. There's the carry-on, the bigger carry-on, the medium or the large for extended stays. I think I have two larges. Look, sometimes I go away a lot. They're made with premium German polycarbonate. Sorry, look at, these are hard words. Unrivaled in strength and impact resistant and very lightweight. The interior features a patent-pending compression system, helpful for overpackers, that's me. 360-degree spinner wheels, four of them, guarantee a smooth ride. TSA-approved combination lock built into the top of the bag to prevent theft. They work. I actually prevented myself from getting into my bag once. Um, but that was just me being an idiot because I forgot my code. Um, removable, washable laundry bag keeps dirty clothes separate from clean. That's one of my favorite parts. Both sizes of the carry-on can charge all cell phones, tablets, e-readers, anything else that's powered by a USB cord. A single charge of the Away carry-on can charge your iPhone five times. Lifetime warranty. If this breaks, they will fix or replace it for you for life. Also, they're going to give you a 100-day trial. You can live with it, just see how you vibe with it. You can Instagram about it, whatever you want. But if at any point you decide it's not for you, return it for a full refund. They don't ask questions. I'd ask questions. I'd be like, what are you, stupid? This is the greatest suitcase ever. People literally in the airport are like, I have that suitcase. It's amazing. Or people come up to me and ask me about it. It's blowing minds walking around with your phone plugged in. Free shipping in the lower 48 states. And um, again, all the carry-on sizes are compliant with major U.S. airlines, but there is an away retail store in New York City if you want to go to that. So basically, the the whole story of how this, this got started is it was founded by two friends from New York who were at JFK with dead phones, delayed flights, and a bright idea, luggage with power. That's how they came up with the away carry-on. They're designed to be resilient. So here's what's crazy. This is, I'm going to tell you what I put in. This is what I put in my carry-on this weekend going to uh, Texas. And there was still a little bit of room in there for other stuff. I had two little pairs of boots, like ankle boots, two pairs of jeans, three blouses, 
underwear and bra and socks and a little bit of pajamas. And those weren't thong undies and grandma panties. It lots of, takes up lots of room. Plus, like, I have this big sort of, like, big plastic folder that I keep, like, tons of papers in, like, like a big size notebook for comedy stuff. I also put my computer in there. And then I put it all in and, like, you know, pushed it down with the compression that they have. And then in the other side, I had, like, five pretty large, like, makeup bags. Like, one for hair. I had my curling iron. One for face washes and creams. And one for, like, makeup makeup. And one for, like, my body wash stuff. And then one for, like, oh, if I, you know have a wardrobe malfunction. We've got like Febreze and wipes and all kinds of things. And I had that in there. So I'm telling you, oh, and like vitamins. And, and by the way, I don't know. I get lucky. I'm TSA pre-check. They, they don't even open my suitcase and go, you have 5,000 miniature carry-on bottles. I mean, you're supposed to have three. I think those days are over. The put three things in a Ziploc, like go to hell. Anyway, Wade didn't tell me to tell you to go to hell, TSA. But what I'm saying is all of that fit in the suitcase. Even sometimes when things are tight and I'm pushing down, the suitcase is not going to break. It's very resilient. But when I picked up the suitcase, it was so light. Like people were like rushing to help me put it in the overhead. I'm like, no, I got it. It's not heavy. And I, and one stewardess eyed it and was like, that's not going to fit. I'm like, the hell it is. It's, it's compliant. It's the right size. And she put it in the thing. She's like, oh my God, it is. I'm like, I told you. It looks bigger and it's so light. It's like amazing. It's my favorite thing in the world. It has changed my life. So let it change yours. And you don't even have to travel as often as I do. I always say this. The people who are the most stressed who travel are the people who don't travel often. So why not make when you travel your once a year trip to see your family, make that awesome. Like these suitcases are cheaper than other things out there, but like, yeah, maybe they're not cheaper than a piece of crap, but I'm, I'm putting these in the upper echelon of travel things. They are cheaper than everything in the upper echelon, in my opinion. Well, not even my opinion. I've bought other fancier priced suitcases and they suck. And I got put, send them to Goodwill. I only use away now. So it's really cool because the prices are so good. You can afford to be one of those people that's like, yeah, I have all the same kind of luggage and I've got the entire line. You could totally do it. So if you travel a couple times a year, even this is for you because you're going to run out of the house. You're going to forget something like, ah, I forgot my charger. Oh, my suitcase charges. Bam. So do this again. Go to awaytravel.com slash fun. You will get $20 off a suitcase. Again, use fun during checkout. Hey, can I get you anything to drink? Oh, I need a champagne after this drive. Great. Susie goes and gets the champagne. She hands it to me. This woman, she's now the other woman that's a receptionist. She's on the phone doing her thing. I'm happy. Here comes my hairdresser. We're going to wash my hair. We're going to do the dry bar. There could even be an option. If there's some free time where the receptionist walks around to everybody and says, and treats it like a bar and gives you your receipt and says, do you want to pay now so that you don't have to go stand in line on the way out? The way in 
is only for people checking in. The way out, you, you actually get treated like a bar. You get handed your tab while you're there. Hand in the credit card. So you can just walk out. Again, we've got soap in the bathroom. Get those USB ports going with a plug. Not just the USB plug, but an actual outlet plug. Get that going. Have the Wi-Fi everywhere. You have to ask for the Wi-Fi. You have to have little signs everywhere that says the Wi-Fi. Turn the music down. Right now it's like, like that kind of music. And they're like, any plans this weekend? And they're like yelling over the hairdryer and the music. And you're like yelling your personal life. Like, I'm a plumber with a successful business. Like, first of all, you don't need to know our plans. Because you come in and you pick the kind of hair. Oh, I want the updo. Trust me, a woman is going to tell you where she's going if it's to do with her hair. We're not going to be quiet like, well, they didn't ask where I'm going. You're going to go, hey, you know what? I'm going to a wedding on a boat. So you need to cement this motherfucker with hairspray. We'll tell you. If we don't tell you, don't ask people what they do for a living. I came in and someone's like, what do you do for a living? It was like almost like coming at me. I'm like, oh, I, I don't know. Why does it matter? She goes, no, I was just curious. I go, oh, I, I, I do a bunch of different things. I'm just going to a meeting right now. And so let's talk about it. I don't want to be screaming. I'm a comedian. Have everyone stare at me. Also, we're in LA. I mean, just assume most people are probably in some capacity in show business and just, just give, give us our privacy. But you know what I mean? There's just a lot of explaining in LA. It's like, even if you're successful, it's like you do 10 things. Oh, I have never heard of you. Yeah, I know. No one wants that conversation at the relaxing thing. Again, you could even fill out a form online and you can keep it in your thing. If you're a member, tell us the level of conversation you want, you know, or they could just not ask questions like that. They could just say, they could just talk about what they're doing. How many washes do you want? This shampoo keeps your hair clean. Blah, 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 blah. They have movies playing, but they have it subtitled because, well, that would be annoying to have like a movie on that you don't want to watch. So I don't mind that part. But if someone's reading a magazine, don't talk to them. This isn't a like, you're my servant and I don't do, it's just like, just shush. Like some people are going to be chatty and some people are not. Your day will be fine. You know? Some people are really just going there because they're like getting their thoughts together before a presentation. Like, just let people be. Just let people be. Let her be. Let her be. When I find myself in the dry bar, talkative hairdressers come to me, speaking the dumbest things. Let me be. And in my hour of darkness, she is curling my hair in waves, asking me, how's my day so far? Let me be, let me be, let me be, let it be, oh, let me be. There, there won't be an answer. It ain't your business. Thank you. Thank you. Actually, hi, this is Paul McCartney's assistant. This is Paul McCartney's assistant calling me. Yeah, he heard your podcast and um, don't worry, he's not suing you because I guess it's protected under like paradigm law or something. Parody law. 
Yeah. He loved the version, though. He thought it was fun. Wait, do I know you? Your voice sounds familiar. It's over the phone, so it's not... Um, I don't think so. Oh, hang on one sec. I was recording a podcast when you called, and I have to turn it off. Oh, my God. I know you. You're Jen Kirkman with a podcast. Yeah. You're so rude. Can I just say that, like... I heard your episode where you were complaining about like dumb people working at at the dry bar and it's like check your privilege. I don't know what you mean. I was talking about other white women. Check your privilege anyway. Just keep getting it checked every like 3500 miles. Fuck the haters. But fuck you should have haters. Okay, fuck the haters, girl. Listen to me. <laughs> I forget your name, to be honest. I know you have a name. Yeah, it's because you're a one percenter. No, I'm not in the one percent. Are you still a Bernie bro? No, I'm into... Yeah, I'm into like... I'm just into revolution. Anyway, just here's the deal. I'm Paul McCartney's assistant now, and he wants to um, have you do that song with him. He's doing like a little show in New York, and he thought it would be funny if you went on stage and sang that with him. And then, like, there's going to be this cool screen in back. You guys are, like, images of, like, hair dryers and whatever. He just thought it would be fun. His daughter really likes it, Stella McCartney. Well, this is actually really fucking exciting. Like, yeah, I'll do that. I can't even believe he thinks it's funny. Like, it's so stupid. I was just belting it out in the... Wait, how did you know? How did you hear the podcast where I talked about people answering the phone because I'm recording it right now. It's not out. So how would you have heard it? Oh, I heard it. I know. I think you did it last week. I think, yeah, you did it last week. (laughs) No, you're no, no, no. I know I didn't do it last week because I literally just said, I'm not that stupid. And I can read last week's description. The Garbage Disposal episode. Jen sits at home to talk to you about her love of watching documentaries about musicians touring, the stupid questions journalists ask, her orthodontist who will never believe in her, there's a lamentation about her email blast, grinding a lemon in the garbage disposal, and meeting people in the 2000s that she admired in the 1990s. So the dry bar story was like half hour long. I would not have put that in the description. I know I just did it. You're making me feel insane. Okay, so I heard it. What's the problem? Well, you couldn't have because I didn't release it. You're freaking me out. What the fuck's happening? Okay, I don't work for Paul McCartney. What? Are you fucking pranking me? I'm not pranking you. I was doing like showing you a lesson. What lesson are you showing me? Wait, I don't get... Even if you don't work for Paul McCartney, how did you hear the fucking episode? Because I'm in the house. The call was coming from inside the house. Oh my God, that's the fucking scariest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. You should be scared because you can't fuck with millennials because we're not stupid. I didn't say you're stupid because you're a millennial. I said this girl was stupid. I don't even know if she's a millennial. I mean, assume. I don't even know what a 20-year-old is. Isn't that not a millennial anymore? I don't know either. I can't believe you believe that Paul McCartney wanted to cover your song and have like pictures of hair dryers in the background. I can't believe I did either, to be honest with you. But I certainly wasn't like, oh, well, maybe this girl is hiding in my house. Well, how long have you been here? Like three weeks. What? I don't even have that big. I have a rather large two-bedroom condo, but it's not that big. It's not that big at all. How would I have not noticed you? Oh, I just like come and go. But 
when you went out grocery shopping, I, I let myself in. And then I've just been in the other room. Well, can you go? This is weird to me. You understand that you're broke into my place. I had a key. Yeah, I, I didn't give you the key, though. You somehow got into my apartment the first time. Yeah, I stole a key once, and I kept it. Okay, I'm going to need you. Give me the keys. Give me the goddamn keys. Now! Give me the goddamn... Give me my keys. Okay. Go. I need you to go. You're freaking me out. You're really freaking me out. How come you don't have people wear a fuck the haters costume for Halloween? You ask them to do a Barbara Persons costume. Why not a fuck the haters girl costume? Okay, fine. Everyone dress like fuck the haters girl and send the pictures to me at I seem fun podcast or, uh, I seem fun at gmail.com or facebook.com slash I seem fun podcast. Okay. You're freaking me the fuck out. Can you have to go? Fine. God. Fuck the haters. Oh my God. That is the weirdest, scariest thing that's ever goddamn happened. That's like one of those stories. I'm so glad we recorded this. That's like one of those stories that if you told someone, they wouldn't believe you and you'd feel like you were losing your mind. So I'm so glad that you heard it so that I don't have to tell it as a funny story next week. And you're like, that didn't happen. You heard it. Fuck, I'm losing my mind. I feel like we all sometimes feel like we're losing our minds. We get scared. Oh, I don't want to look at what's there because, because what if it's really bad? And it's like, you know what? It's never as bad as you think. And that's why I love going to therapy. It's so changed my life. It's, it's not even like, oh, I'm overanalyzing. Oh, I'm so deep. It's like, no, like the average everyday stress I have is so different now because of therapy. It doesn't mean I'm like overanalyzing everything and like, oh, you just have time to be deep. It's like, not about that. It's about changing cognitive behavior so that you can cope with the world, with your life, with your job, with the uh, politics, you know, um, So anyway, that's why I love that today's show is sponsored by Talkspace. The online therapy company is going to give you a chance if you can't afford therapy or you can't actually make it to a therapist's office. For as little as $32 a week, you can pick an experienced, licensed therapist that you relate to and feel comfortable with. Every therapist has at least a master's degree and has completed over 3,000 hours of supervised work. So you can match with your perfect therapist. Don't worry. They're not going to force you to be with some guy or girl you don't relate to. You get to decide. Go to talkspace.com slash Jen, J-E-N. And to show your support for this podcast, use code Jen and you will get $30 off of your first month. So that's an amazing deal. Now, again, you pick your therapist based on your questions. Um, You can send your therapist text, audio, and video messages or even do a live video chat. The therapists are fully licensed And they go through a rigorous screening process in addition to thousands of hours of supervised professional training. So these ain't no slouches. To match with your perfect therapist, go to Talkspace.com slash Jen. Don't forget, unlike any other therapist, you can text, audio, and video message them. So as a special offer for our listeners, again, Talkspace.com slash Jen. Use coupon code Jen. You will get $30 off your first month. So get into it. 
Talkspace Therapy for How We Live Today. All right, kids. Kids. I am sorry. I'm like still freaking out from that. Fucking weird. Fucking weird. My mom emailed me. Very exciting news. Here, I'll read the email to you because it's kind of cute. First of all, my parents were in my hotel room in Boston. My dad's watching TV. He's like, that damn Jimmy Kimmel. I'm like, what are you mad at him about? He has this roundabout thing that made no sense. He thinks he's better than us. He's rich. He's using his kid. I go, yeah, he said I'm politicizing my kid. I have, I have insurance because I'm rich. And I could have taken care of my kid anyway because I'm rich. But other people who have these problems don't. And I want to speak for them. Like, who is mad at that? You have to be mental to twist that around. You really do. You are disturbed if you twist that around. Jimmy Kimmel and my dad, what are we talking about? Will you have that insurance? I go, yeah. I have Writers Guild and After SAG insurance. If I don't work, the insurance goes away. Jimmy, if he doesn't work, probably has like tens of millions of dollars saved. So he'd probably be fine even without the insurance. So he's saying he's like triple dipple covered. And at a certain point you get pensioned in these unions and you will be covered for life. But my damn point is that that's, that's his point is not just some people should be able to take care of their families. Everyone should. I don't know who's mad at that. Anyway, so my mom wrote me an email. She's watching Jimmy Kimmel. Now I'm like, I wrote back, why are you watching Jimmy Kimmel? Was dad like hate watching it? Also, it's on at like 1230 at night. What are my parents doing up so late? But anyway, so she wrote me, um, my mom always has the updates. I mean, I didn't hear this from anyone else. Hi, an exciting thing happened on Jimmy last night. He had Mac Maron on who was promoting his new book. Oh, I get maybe my mom watched. She likes the, to read the TV guide, I think still. And I, she loves Mark Maron. Big fan of his special. Has seen him live. Jimmy said to him, I've had you on my show as a guest twice. Let's see if you mention me in your book. So Mark has a new book called Waiting for the Punch, and it's a collection of wisdom and non-wisdom and just human experiences from people on his podcast. It's just he, he groups it according to topic, and so you can look up in the back. The index is really long of all the different comedians and people that have been on the show, and it'll be like Jen Kirkman on you know, page, so you look it up through the Ks, you know, Kirkman, Jen, page 112 and 49, you know, on children and flying or whatever. And so, um, it's a great book, but it's, it's all like real quotes from his podcast. Anyway, so he had sent me a copy and of course I looked, how many pages am I in? Um, I mean, I knew I was in it. He asked my permission, but, um, anyway, it's a great book. I think you guys would love it. Because it's like, even if you've listened to his podcast, it's not like you remember. You're like, oh, I loved the Kevin Bacon episode. Yeah, what did he say? I don't know. But like to read it is cool. Anyway, an exciting thing happened on Jimmy last night. He had Mac Maron on who was promoting his new book. Jimmy said to him, I've had you on my show as a guest twice. Let's see if you mention me in your book. He then looked in the back pages and said, here are the Ks. Laurie Kilmatin, Jen Kirkman, but I don't see my name anywhere. And my mom goes, I was shocked. Did you see it? I think Matt Marin is coming to Foxwoods in a few weeks. Hope you are well. I have a cold. Love and hugs, Mom. (laughs) 
I didn't see it either. And now, of course, I'm like, I wonder, and shout out to Lori Kilmartin. I love, oh, you guys going to have to listen to my new, well, it's not my new. I mean, I've been a fan of it since it came out, but the Jackie and Lori show, um, it's a podcast with Jackie Cation and Lori Kilmartin. They are such pro comics and such dedicated comics. And it's so fun to hear them talk about their process and like crazy stories from back in the day on the road. It's awesome. Um, and Lori's just really funny life. She has a kid. She's a single mom. Her mom lives with her. Her mom voted for Trump. Lori wants to kill her. It's like so funny. Um, anyway, so of course I'm sitting there now after hearing that story going, when he read my name, did he know who that was? Like, I wonder if he knows me. I've never been on the show. I've, I've pitched, I've been pitched, but I don't want to do stand up on that show because it's a really hard show to do stand up on. I've seen a lot of people bomb, uh, or even if they didn't bomb, even if everyone in the audience loved them, it's like the laughter is hard to hear. They are just tourists off the street. It's his show tapes right on the Hollywood Boulevard walk of stars or walk of fame. You think I would know what it's called. I've lived here 15 years, the walk of stars. So, um, it's not like ideal stand up audience. It's just like, Whoa, you know? But it'd be fun to be a, a guest, like in the chair on the couch. And I have been on Colbert in the Tonight Show, so you would think, like, well, why can't I be on Jimmy's? But um, I don't know. I'm sure I will someday. Uh, so, what was I going to say? Oh, so I thought I had shingles or bed bugs this week. So, what I think it is, and I don't know yet. By the time you hear this, I will know but I'm taping this in advance, but I'm going to the doctor in a couple days. But after you hear this, that couple days will have been a week ago. And, um, I believe I had an allergic reaction to a flu shot. Now they always say, no, don't come at me with your vaccination crap. I have to get one. So they, uh, they always say, are you allergic to eggs? Cause it has sulfa in it. Sulfa whatever. I'm not, I'm actually allergic to antibiotics. And that's why I have to take sulfa pills. If I ever need an antibiotic type thing, I'm allergic to most antibiotics, which isn't great. Um, I'm allergic to Cipro, erythromycin, C-chlor, penicillin. Hey, (laughs) so anyway, but I'm not allergic to eggs. Uh, uh, I'm a vegan who eats eggs. I shouldn't say I'm a vegan. I'm a dairy-free person who eats eggs. Uh, If one more person recommends a pizza place to me, I'm going to fucking scream. All right. So, uh, what was I saying? Oh, so yeah. So I get the flu shot. And then on a Sunday, like late afternoon, then Tuesday morning, I'm like in my apartment and I'm like, what the hell is happening on my arm? It was like a bunch of what seemed like whiteheads. And I was like, do I have like acne on my arms? Are these going to like pop? Like this is disgusting. I can't even like bring myself to talk about it. And they were a little bit sore, like a blemish would be. I'm like, what? I'm getting breakout on my arm now? It was right where the flu shot was. Like in, not, not right there, but you know, the flu shot goes in my left shoulder. So between my shoulder and my elbow, there was like this cluster of things. And I'm like, motherfuck. And so then um, I was considering, I was like, oh, I'll just put acne cream on them, like my prescription cream for my face. Um, and then I was like, you know what? Like it's probably hair follicles, like ingrown hairs. I don't know how I don't even have (laughs) like hairy arms, but 
you know what? Like the last week I've been showering in hotels and like, I didn't use my body scrub that I use, you know, just sort of like, yeah, yeah. Like splashing the soap on. Um, and, uh, how like maybe my arm is just like, I don't know, dirty or something. I don't know. So by the middle of the day, there's like giant welts on my arm and they're three in a row. It looked like, it looked like a mosquito just went bite, jump, bite, jump, bite. And then there's two big welts like in my elbow. And then up closer to the shoulder is like a bunch of red clustered things. It looks like, um, it looks like back acne on my arm, but it's again, like it's not sore. It doesn't feel like blemishes and it's not itchy. So those things are totally different than the welts down the lower half of my arm. And I'm like, look, I'm not saying I'm dying, but this is definitely weird. I'd like to get to the bottom of it. And I just had this feeling like, you know, you just, I get really good gut instincts about stuff. And I'm like, I think this is internal because I live on the fourth floor in a condo that's only a couple years old. This place is brand new and there's no trees anywhere. I mean, out in the street in the front of the place and then in the courtyard, uh, like, like in between that there's like two building units to my condo. So it's like, but there's no trees out. If I go stand on my balcony, there's no life, you know? So there aren't even really mosquitoes in California. Like I could sit out on my deck all night and nothing. Whereas, you know, Massachusetts, like you're spraying, you got the citronella candle. I have a citronella candle outside just because I love them. I don't need it. So there's that. I've also like, I've maybe seen a spider once in four years and, uh, it had so obviously crawled in from the, um, the deck even though I'm up high. And it was like, not even, you know, not some big weird thing. It was like a little spider. So anyway, I was like, I mean, I guess it could be mosquitoes. I've never gotten a mosquito bite in my apartment ever. And it just seems weird that it would suddenly be like this many bites. So really itchy. I'm putting cortisone on. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. They're just getting bigger and uh, the next day they're worse. And I'm like, this is weird. Like, this isn't bug bites. And I'm like, is this shingles? But I know what shingles is. It's like, it's usually on one side of your body, near some kind of nerve. It's usually on your stomach. If you're stressed and haven't slept, I'm definitely at this point was stressed and haven't slept. I'm like, fuck. But it's always like, you know, it's it it, it can start with itching, but it usually burns and it's usually intense pain. I've, I know a bunch of people who've had shingles, yada, yada. I'm like, but maybe it's like, so it's just one of those things where it was like, it was a Friday morning and I'm like, if I don't go to a doctor today, I'm going to wake up this weekend with full blown shingles and it, you're not going to kill you. You just take an antiviral medication because I guess it's technically in the herpes family. So it's not, um, it's not an antibiotic thing. And I don't have herpes either, but I mean, I guess that doesn't mean you have herpes, but it's a herpes family viral thing. So if you've had chicken pox, which is the same thing, you can get shingles. Um, 
Anyway, so I go to the doctor. I'm like, look, I'm not trying to be hypochondriac. I'm just trying to like, if you can spot things, I, the weekend is coming. And as it all, I feel like whenever I've had something that's like needs medical attention, it's always the weekend. No one ever seems to get sick between their doctor's office hours. And she goes, oh, I see. And she's like, I think she's like Brazilian or something. Or She's like, mm, yeah, you're, um, this is, bu- these are, I'm making her say we just can't speak English. Oh, these are bug bites for sure. And I said, oh, okay. Now my friend had shingles and she went to a doctor once and the doctor didn't think it was shingles. And then she went to this doctor and was like, she really listened. She diagnosed it as shingles. It was shingles. She saved my butt. So I was like, oh, well, and so that, I didn't have a primary care physician for the longest time. So I was like, oh, well, that will be my primary care. I trust my friend. So I'm thinking like I'm going to shingles woman, the woman who tells you you have shingles and she can, she can tell a day before it really breaks out that it's going to happen. I go, do you think it's shingles? She goes, no, if anything, it is bed bugs. I go, I thought it might be bed bugs, but I don't have bed bugs. Well, you don't know. But I don't want to tell you it's bed bugs because it is such an intrusion into your life. We've got to wait a few days. So as she's writing stuff down, I'm Googling bed bugs. And I go, oh my God, you know what? I always thought bed bugs were invisible, but they're not. They say they're the size of, size of apple seeds and you'll see them in your bed. And I go, I looked at my bed this morning and I didn't see anything like that. And she goes, mm, but you travel and you might have gotten them from somewhere else. And I'm like, yeah, but the bites didn't show up until three days after I was home. So I got got a flu shot and it was about 36 hours after the flu shot that this happened. Could it be that? No. Why would it be that? I go, well, I got it on my left arm and then suddenly I had this sort of antihistamine, histamine response, histamine response, you know, hives on my arm. No. Are you allergic to flu shots? I go, no, but there's different stuff in it every year. So maybe I just had a reaction. Doesn't mean I'm always going to be allergic to it. Like, I go to acupuncture and that's what acupuncture is. It's like the blood and the immune system, everything like rushes to the needle to take care of what's going on in that area. So that's, that's what's trying to happen. Like when you get, when you get it in a knot in your muscle, it like sends everything up to that to like fight intruder, intruder. And then it ends up like calming the muscle. So I sit, but, but one time, I had like a histamine reaction and I got this big, like itchy welt on my arm. It happened like once in five years of going to acupuncture and it was just one of the needles. It was like another needle next to it that didn't get it. So it's like, you know, just weird shit happens sometimes. And so I told her that she goes, no, she goes, you know, it's hot out. You're outside having dinner with your tank top. You're having wine. You, you don't notice a mosquito bites you. I go, that sounds great, whatever fantasy you just concocted for me. But I was just in Detroit, Chicago, and Minneapolis. Um, there was no tank top. I haven't put a tank top on in months. And um, I wasn't outside drinking wine. But yeah, I know what you're saying, but I didn't do that. But you know, you don't know. I go, well, I don't know if a mosquito bit me, but I do know I was not outside in a tank top having wine. So I go, you really? She goes, I don't think it's bed bugs because it's it's not, it's these three things. She goes, yeah, it's just, you're out, your tank top, having wine. Said it three times. How many times are you going to keep pushing that narrative? Look, I wish I was outside on a, having wine in a tank top. I wish that's not the life I'm leading right now. Not dating. And I'm not drinking, trying not to drink. Um, 
unless I'm absolutely stressed out at a show and I want to have a glass or something, but I'm, I'm not drinking when I'm sitting here. I've gained some weight. I'm trying to lose some weight. Uh, I'm not drinking. I'm not putting anything I don't need to in my body. So there was no tank top with a glass of wine. I'm, I'm not, I'm sorry. So you've got to stop saying that because it's not a diagnosis. I didn't, of course, say that. I say it on the podcast. So it's still bad. I mean, I didn't help it. At one point, I just got so goddamn itchy. I got in the shower at three in the morning and I have these like cough. It's like a coffee ground body scrub. And I just scrubbed it so hard and I just let it sit on my arm until it was burning. <laughs> um. And then the next day they were so red and inflamed. And I read that when you, that's why you shouldn't scratch mosquito bites because you cause more of a histamine reaction. So like, that's why. But then there was more clusters of weird things on my shoulder and I'm like, what the dick? So I'm seeing my dermatologist in a couple of days. Anyway, my point is, oh no, I'm going tomorrow. God, I just didn't know what night it was. I thought it was Friday. It's Sunday. But I was at my uh, Pilates class today and the teachers, he's like a physical therapist and he used to be a dancer and he's like Mr. Eastern medicine and essential oils and he's very smart and like body work and blah, blah, blah. And this is connected to that and that's connected to this. And he goes, what happened to your arm? And I go, I don't know. And he goes, is that the arm you got? Cause the other day I'm like, Oh, I had a flu shot. I can't really do the Pilates on this side. And he goes, is that the arm you had a flu shot on? I go, yeah. And he goes, do you think it's an allergic reaction? I go, actually I do. But my doctor didn't say so. And we got in this big discussion. And he's like, you know, you got to remember doctors are, they study diagnosis. Like they're not caregivers in the way that like a nurse would be, you know? And it's always true. Like whenever you go to the doctor, like if you ever get that when they're like, oh, we have to have you see the physician's assistant instead of the doctor. Like I sometimes prefer that because even though they're training to be a doctor, they're still in that mode where they're like really curious and like they want to help and they want to get it right. And, and, uh, doctors, I mean, this woman just came in, she didn't even touch them. She was just like, you're in a tank top having wine. No, I'm not. And then there was like a doctor that I had years ago that like became an act in my, a bit in my comedy act, I think in my, my nightclub act, you know, who she was like, your cat scratched you. I'm like, I don't have a cat. So like one year, some lady thought I was a cat woman. And now this year, I apparently am giving off the vibe that I'm in a tank top having a glass of wine over the weekend with my, uh, you know, handsome, handsome lover on the Riviera. I'm like, I was in Detroit in a half-filled theater, pissed at the marketing, <laughs> while the drunk owner of the club was just like, John Cartman! There was no mosquitoes. Anyway, I think it's an allergic reaction to the flu shot. I've looked it up. And uh, even though I'm a vaccine person, I know they don't want you to think anything wrong with these things. And so they don't, they barely any info on it. Of course, when you inject into your intramuscular system, a flu virus, like perhaps, perhaps my body doesn't need to fight that flu virus. Perhaps my body already had the goods to defeat whatever strain of flu is happening this year. And maybe my immune system got overloaded and started freaking out. I don't know. I don't know. But it makes a lot more sense than a thing that didn't happen. Hey, someone injected the flu into my arm and then it it got hives. Yeah, there's no way it could be that. What it is is a thing you didn't do. 
What reality am I in? Besides the reality where Donald Trump is the president and still has a, look, an approval rating over 2%, I call high. Wow. Hard-hitting political commentary at the end of that. Whoa. Hey, she did. Jen Kirkman never said she wasn't going to give her opinion on the day's events. All right. Well, I've gone over my time. I mean, there isn't. I had. I have a whole list of things to talk about. I'm like, ah. I know. I did talk about that. All right. Yeah, we're organizing. All right. So come see me in Phoenix, you guys. I don't want any bullshit. Okay. I don't want your bullshit excuse. I, my legs were sawed off in an accident. I don't care. There's a handicapped entrance there. You get your butt there. Until next week, have fun.